Ladies, if you are tired of the traditional group coaching model that was right for a season, but it isn't right for now, if you are ready to have elevated conversations, ready for masterminding in the truest sense of the word, where you combine your collective wisdom and your collective intelligence and what God is speaking to your heart, if you are ready for an experience that takes your soul into account, into your life and relationships and the totality of you into account, then I want you to connect with me because God has given me the vision for a mastermind experience that is like no other, that is really going to take you to the next level in your business, in your relationships, in your life, where you can connect with some extraordinary women just like you who are ready to go all in on the vision that God has given them. An awakening is happening, and I know you're feeling it in your soul. A renaissance is happening, and it's time for you to emerge. I want you to message me. I want you to go to my website and reach out because I really, really want to connect with you more, have a conversation and really talk to you about this mastermind experience that is by invitation only. And it'll be a select group of extraordinary women who want to go all in on what God is calling them to do. Don't wait, don't delay, because these invitations won't be available for long. And I want you to be at that table with us. Welcome to the Elevated Podcast. I'm Amy Van Slambrook, former corporate executive turned therapist and coach to high profile women and couple entrepreneurs. And we are going to have the conversations you've always wanted to have with the people you have always wanted to know. We are going to bring your life, your faith, your business, and most of all, your relationships to an elevated level through conversations you've never heard before. Tune in and stay with us because it's about to get really, really elevated. Today, I want to talk to you about something that has been really on my heart to talk about for a long, long time with you. Um, and, and I just wasn't sure the timing was right, but I know it is this time. You know, this was something that was life altering for me, um, both before I found out and after. And it's something that is so common for women, especially women who have been through trauma, especially high achieving women. But it's like this little secret, right? I don't want to call it a dirty secret because I, it isn't at all. But it is something that we don't talk about and we often assume that it's just us or if only I were better at fill in the blank X, Y, Z, it wouldn't be an issue. And we make all kinds of accommodations to, to work around it that allow us to be really high achieving women because I know that you are and I am still on my way to the levels of achievement I want, but I've achieved a lot in my life and and I am so thankful for that. But it hasn't come without a price. And I'm guessing it hasn't come without a price for you too. I want to talk today about ADD. And I want to talk to you about women, specifically high achieving women with ADHD. Um, they're pretty much synonymous because there, there is very rarely any ADD that comes without some sort of hyperactivity. But 
for many high achieving women and for most women in general, actually, the the H part, the hyperactivity part um, happens behind the scenes. So if you don't know, ADD is attention deficit disorder. And I won't get into the naming of it. I think it's it's kind of uh, mislabeled, but we'll move forward, right? Because I think you know what I'm talking about. What women don't often realize is that it it shows up in ways that have become normal, likely for many of you. You know, the, the classic image that I had of someone with ADHD was someone who was disorganized, who was chronically late, who seemed a bit scattered and um, hyper, you know. And I think even earlier, when we hearken back to the 80s and 90s, it was, you know, the 12-year-old boy on Ritalin, right? That was the classic image. And, and truth be told, they tested primarily on boys. And so it was predominantly diagnosed in boys. What they're finding now and what I found out at 46 was that ADD, a certain type of ADD, is also very common in high-achieving women. These are women who are physicians, who are entrepreneurs, who are executives, who are women that seem to rule their worlds, but it's done with a lot of internal chaos and a lot of times overwhelm. So when I found out at 46, I was at the Amen Clinic there, and after hearing Shaleen Johnson's episode on the Amen Clinic and what had happened with her brain, I really knew it was time for me to go because I had been experiencing brain fog, kind of exhaustion, being tired and wired at the same time. Just my thoughts were like overwhelming to me and they hadn't been before. It was very hard for me to stay kind of organized, even though all of my life I was a hyper organized person. Um, I am someone who tends to run early, um, definitely not late. But um, suddenly, even that started to happen occasionally. And that was so not like me. I had sleeplessness. I had more anxiety than I used to. You know, and a lot of those things go along with trauma, right? Difficulty with um, just clarifying our thoughts. Difficulty finding our words sometimes. Forgetfulness. So short-term memory issues. I have a great long-term memory. And 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 now... An, even greater short-term memory, but for that time, I was really struggling, right? And so, and it was coming up in ways that were really bothersome to me and interrupting my day-to-day life. You know, all, everything seemed to be, had to do, let me try that again, because another symptom is just kind of garbling our world, words, but um, everything seemed to be, need to be done all at once. There was no time ordering. And that had been true most of my life. My to-do list never felt like it was something that I could space out. All of it had to be done and it all was urgent and all had to be done right now. If I sat down and used tools and everything, then I could kind of space things out. And, and all of those things are actually hallmarks of ADHD. There's also a symptom where you feel like you're entering a conversation kind of halfway through, like, did I miss something? I didn't, I don't, I don't quite understand what's being shared. That isn't something that I have necessarily struggled with, but a lot of women do who have ADHD. Um, You know, mine had more to do with the distractibility. Any small noise totally took my train of thought away. 
any small interruption, people talking to me while I was trying to text, all of those kinds of things just drove me crazy. And I was so hypersensitive to noise, always have been, but it had gotten cranked up a notch. And all of those are symptoms of ADD. And I didn't realize, you know, I certainly was not running around on Ritalin. I wasn't who anybody would call hyperactive, even though I was very energetic and I had a lot of ideas. It was internal. My mind was very, very active all the time. I never was somebody who loved sleep. If I, if I needed sleep, I needed sleep, but I really could do without it because there was so much life to live and so much that I wanted to do. And this is ADD Awareness Month. And on the airing of this, it'll be two days after the end of it. But as I'm recording this, we're still in ADD Awareness Month. And I think it's so important for us as women, because what goes along with all of these symptoms, and, and are you somebody who needs piles out, right? If I, if I don't see it, I'm going to forget about it. So I have very neat piles of things that I need to remember to do. And post-it notes are my best friend. They are everywhere. And without them, that leaves my mind. Those are all hallmarks of women who need reminders for their short-term memory, because if it is tucked away, it is lost forever, right? Um, because we that's one area of the brain that lacks blood flow. You see, all these symptoms are actually symptomatic of low blood flow in that area of the brain. And low blood flow means low activity. And so it's not anything that you did to get it. Um, it's nothing to feel blame about. And for women with trauma, it's often part of what they call trauma brain. You know, there have been times when I've forgotten very basic pieces of information, like my address or my zip code, because those are also hallmarks of trauma brain and ADHD. But there's something that goes along with each of these symptoms, and that something is shame. Because as women, we are held to a standard that says we want you to be organized. We want you to be on time. We want you to have things neat and tidy. We don't want you to have any explosive anger. Hello, raising my hands. I do, and I don't like to admit it. I hate it, in fact. I think five minutes after, like, oh my gosh, why did I just say that? And, and it isn't that it ever happens in situations professionally. Never does that happen. But it happens with the people I love the most. And it is horribly embarrassing and something that I still struggle with. And, and I know, yes, I forgive myself. Yes, they forgive me. But it isn't something I like to do. And, and all of these things are things that we live with as women, often behind the scenes. Rarely do I come across a client who isn't struggling with this silently. In fact, it will feel like her time is out of control, like she can't, she doesn't know where the time goes. She loses connection to her body and suddenly two hours have gone by and she hasn't even eaten, gone to the bathroom in six hours or anything else. It is hard to focus. Lots of things have to get done. And that can be what we consider the norm for entrepreneurial women in leadership and also executives. And yet there's a component of it when there's ADD involved that sends it over the edge and it becomes something that is so stressful. And, you know, Shalene Johnson's story of her diagnosis with ADHD 
um, her humor and, and just coping with it, how it affects her marriage, because it affects his marriage a lot. And, and I won't go into all of that on this episode, but we can at a future episode. But there are so many things that we just assume if I just tried harder, if I just did more, if I was just X, Y, and Z, I'll get through it, right? If I just had the perfect planner or if I just took the perfect course or if I just, you know, sat down and did it, right? And we, we completely not take personal accountability. We take personal blame. And there's a fine line between the two. I take radical accountability for everything in my life that I know that God will enable me to change. And it's important because it's a matter of loving myself enough. I can't be afraid to take personal accountability um, or I'm really not loving myself, right? If I, if, I, if I shirk back from that, that means that I can't accept that about myself, that I need correction. But I've often taken that to a shame level. If I am now running late because suddenly time has gotten away from me or if I forget something, you know, the, the part of me that's the recovering perfectionist um, really, really has difficulty with that, you know, and has difficulty with the fact that sometimes um, things are not as organized as I want them to be. Always super clean, but I would love to have a much more organized space. But I know that for my brain, in order to remember things, there have to be areas where I have visual reminders of that. But shame is such a close partner to women with ADHD and specifically high achieving women with ADHD. And some really amazing women have ADHD and you may not realize it, including Shalene Johnson, who runs, a, I believe they're at a 10 figure company and has been in the business of entrepreneurship for two or three decades. Mel Robbins, who is an incredible speaker, an incredible author, and she was diagnosed at the same age I was and and experienced a lot of those same symptoms. Like always, she said, I always being the mom who would forget things until the last minute and the school had to remind me or running in late or I snapped at my kids and I didn't mean to. You know, all of those things she had dealt with behind the scenes and felt an incredible amount of shame and it exacerbates any effects of trauma. Um, you know, and I, and I think about these people who really, really, Tana Amen is another one, women who really have just transformed their industry. Tana Amen is Dr. Daniel Amen's wife, and Dr. Daniel Amen is a psychiatrist and a neuropsychiatrist, and he has transformed this whole field and has a wonderful test, and I'm going to drop the link below. That's not diagnostic or official, but it will give you a good idea. And really opened my mind to the fact that there are seven different types of ADD. And the type of ADD I have is for people who are over-focused, who are really, really um, on the outside, they seem like very type A people. And I am a type A person, highly motivated, highly driven. And on the inside is all of the chaos. And that's what his wife experienced too. And that's what a lot of ER physicians experience. All of these things are common in people with trauma, by the way, as well. So they're not sure which came first, but we know they go hand in hand, you know, and, and 
people who I think you'd admire and look up to often are silently suffering with things that that they don't talk about very often, you know, and what's important is not so much that there are all these incredible people with ADD. And so, you know, it's okay that, that you or someone you love may be dealing with some of this too. It's that all of these women had to learn how to extend grace and love to themselves after living with a lot of shame for things that were, oh, that's just the way she is, or she's scattered. They had to forgive themselves and they had to love themselves and they had to get help. You know, if you Google famous women with ADHD, you'll run across women like Marie Forleo, who is an incredible entrepreneur. You'll run across Jenna Kutcher, all of these women, Lori Harder, all of these women who are absolutely amazing and they struggle behind the scenes and, and they're talking about it more, which is wonderful because it's so important. It's so important. And I have come to learn that many of the women close to me also deal with this as well, including my mom who wasn't diagnosed until she was in her seventies. And, and it has become an, an area that she and I have really grown close in. We show things differently. Her symptoms are a little different than mine, but there's so much that we can relate to and so much that brought us closer together. And so I'm praying that today, wherever you are, if you feel some of these things and some of these symptoms, and I encourage you to read um, some of the articles on Dr. Amen's site, um, and also connect with these some of these women who have talked about it too. But if you or someone you love is suffering with you, I want you to also reach out because this is part of us healing at a higher level, us elevating our lives. It's to start to accept these parts of ourselves that may not be our favorite and may in fact be things we absolutely rue the day they came into our lives because they drive us absolutely crazy. But they, they're part of what strengthens us because I refuse to be diminished by something like ADD. I am only going to be focused on it being an asset for me and an area of grace, relatability, and love for myself an area that I get to capitalize on and not one that I will be reduced by. And you get to too. Because whether it's trauma or whether it's ADD, these symptoms are things that we take on ourselves and silently, really silently blame ourselves for daily, multiple times a day. And we don't need to. It's not that I want to accept that as norm because I don't believe in that either, but it's knowing, okay, how do I use this to get myself in a, in a more healed place? Not just accept me as I am and I'm so sorry that some of these things are annoying. No, it's saying I get to accept these parts of myself and work to grow them, work to not allow them to be hindrances, work to improve my relationships because of them work to do things like setting up the tools so that you can get to the meeting on time or setting up your prioritization so it doesn't feel overwhelming but in no way does it diminish you does it make you feel less than does it 
um, or should it make you feel less than or make you feel like you deserve some kind of sympathy in terms of, uh, you know, that demeaning sympathy, right? And I, I apologize that even here I'm struggling with my words a little bit. But there's a sort of like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we have to put up with so-and-so, right? And all of her kind of quirks. No, that isn't, that isn't something you should ever settle for. And too many women do. There are too many good and amazing pieces of you that people are gifted by being in your presence. And nowhere, in no way, shape, or form, should you be having to just thank people for the honor of them accommodating you. It's thanking them for the blessing of their grace and understanding and understanding that you as a leader get to lead forth and that you get to lead yourself well first and that isn't their job to put up with you, nor is that your goal. You're someone to be welcomed. You're someone to be cherished. And even despite all of these things that may have been your worst enemies personally, you are worthy and you are loved simply because you are. And you have achieved incredible things. And once armed with the information that you might need to achieve even more, the sky's the limit. But don't suffer silently. I want you to reach out if you're interested in private support. This is all part of what I do with my inner child healing intensives and healing at a higher level with my premium private mentorship. And that's you and I for six months or a year. But I also want you to click, I, I included a link to the ADD test below. I am not an ADHD specialist, but I am a trauma specialist. And often this goes along with being a very high achieving woman. And that's who I know you are. And that's who I am called to lead and love and to help them heal. I'd love to hear your feedback. Please rate, review, subscribe to the show, and thank you for listening so faithfully every week. I'm sending so much love. Thanks for listening to the Elevated Podcast. You can find out more about me and the amazing guests on our show on my website, amyvanslambrook.com. And if you have a moment, we'd love to hear your honest review of the show because nothing lights my day up more than seeing your comments, your questions, your aha moments, because that's what this is all about. We want to elevate your thinking so you can elevate your life.